Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It's time for Come and Talk It with your host, Michael Cargill, brought to you by Texas Law Shield. Over the last decade, Michael has championed and supported the rights of law-abiding Texans to own and use firearms. He is the owner of Central Texas Gunworks, a veteran of the United States Army, and has achieved national exposure in such prestigious media outlets such as Forbes Magazine, Fox Business News, CNN Money, AOL, BBC World News, Huffington Post, and the New York Times. Cargill vigorously defends lawful gun ownership in this country without regard to party politics. And now, here's Michael Cargill. Good day, Austin, Texas, the live music capital of the world. Let's praise the Lord and pass the ammunition. All right, so Connecticut gun stores have to make thousands of phone calls just to sell one firearm. Take a listen to this. Right now, there are gun stores that are calling literally thousands of times during the day and are unable to get anybody to pick up the phone. You know, I don't know what's going on in Connecticut. You know, they're, they're saying the dealers are saying, hey, uh, they have to contact the state first. Then the state has to contact the Knicks to do the background check. So that's what happening, what's happening in Connecticut. Take a listen to this. Many of these stores have literally hundreds of customers lined up. Who- All right. And then, you know, and, and, and here, here we are in Texas. In Texas, uh, we actually type that information to the Knicks system. We, t- we actually contact directly with the Knicks, the, the FBI systems there. And they give us a response back immediately. We can have a person out of the gun store within five minutes, depending on, you know, the fastness, uh, how fast that system is. But that's not what's going on in Connecticut. They're having some problems there. So we're going to bring into the conversation Holly Sullivan. Holly Sullivan is the president at CCDL, Connecticut Citizens Defense League, and serves on the advisory board of the D.C. project. Now, Holly is working professionally raising a seven-year-old daughter. She holds a master's degree and has been working in the human resources field for more than 10 years. Holly is also an NRA instructor and focuses on pro bono training for women. Holly also is currently, she serves as the president of the Connecticut Citizens Defense League, a 40,000-member nonpartisan grassroots organization devoted to advocating rights affirmed by the Constitution of the United States and the state of Connecticut. She is the only woman 
in the U.S. leading a state-level 2A organization. She has also competed in the IDPA, the International Defense Pistol Association. She has also donated her time and energy to be the Connecticut delegate for the D.C. Project and Woman for Gun Rights, an educational nonpartisan group of women from all 50 states who advocate for Second Amendment education over legislation. And gun rights are women's rights, and every woman must be prepared to be their own first responder. So let me welcome to the show Holly Sullivan, the president of CCDL. Holly, welcome to Come and Talk It. Hi, thank you for having me. Absolutely, Holly. So tell us, what is going on in Connecticut? What is the procedure? Uh, I kind of want you to tell us, how do we get to where we are today? You know, how did Connecticut get to where they can't contact the the NICS, the FBI system, directly like we do here in Texas? Sure, yeah. So here in the state of Connecticut, and there are other states that do this, but the vast majority of states in the United States just use the federal NICS system, which has proven to be reliable, quick, um, reasonably fast, you're out in a few minutes. Um, here in the state of Connecticut, the state of Connecticut decided years ago that they could do it better. Um, so our FFLs have to actually pick up a physical phone and dial a number and wait to speak to an individual who will issue them an authorization number. And this has to happen for every single firearm that is sold in the state. Um, the problem is that the system has become increasingly more unreliable to a point that in the last couple of weeks, they went through an upgrade that has completely collapsed the system. So there are now probably thousands of buyers in this state who have paid for their firearms. Some may be in urgent need of their firearms and they cannot have them because the state is not answering the phone. Okay. All right. So, wow. That's that's pretty crazy. So now Connecticut, they've done some changes to the system where something has been added like lately, right? So they went, so they, they've claimed that they're doing a software upgrade and that they're improving the system. However, the problem is that you have to have some sort of method for people to be able to exercise their constitutionally protected rights, let these individual FFLs maintain their business and keep it functional. And we are not in that place. I think we're on day 12. Um, some of these FFLs have not had a single transfer go through in nearly two weeks. So not only do they have lights to keep on, they've got families to feed, they've got staff, um, and there's no sales going out or trickling of very few sales. It might be one or two sales in the whole day. Um, and that's no way to uh, to keep their business afloat. Um, and it's certainly no way for the rights of the people to be recognized um, and, and give them the right that they have to keep and bear arms. Right. And I want people to understand, you know, here in Texas, you walk into the gun store, you fill out the 4473, uh, we contact the Knicks either on telephone or you can type it into a system. We actually choose to type it in into that system, mm -hmm. and we get a response back either immediately within you know within seconds or it could be minutes. Mm -hmm. It's actually a pretty fast response. And then when the system is really busy, then it takes you know it could take you know maybe fifteen, maybe twenty minutes, the longest before mm -hmm. you get a response back if they're researching, and they'll tell you proceed out the go. The person goes with the gun, you know, out they go. Or delayed, you have to wait three business days. Or denied. And if you're denied, that means you're probably answering something wrong on, on the form there. 
And so we get a response, you know, pretty quick. But that's not happening. That doesn't happen everywhere. And in Connecticut, no. you know, they're just as busy as we are here in Texas. And in Connecticut, you know, you're walking to the gun store. You're going to buy a gun. Maybe something happened in your life. Maybe, you know, something's going on. Maybe you just want to go hunting or something like that. You know, maybe you need it for self-defense. Maybe you just want it because you want one. You walk to the gun store. You can't walk out with that gun. It may take you days. It could take you weeks to get the firearm, to get a, a response back from the Knicks. They're having to make at least a 1,000 phone calls for one person to get the okay. And that is not right. This is what Holly is saying is this is a protective right. This is the Second Amendment. This is a, driving a vehicle is a privilege. A gun is a right. This is Michael Correct. Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. This is Coley on Noir, and you're listening to Come and Talk It with Michael Cargill. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now, here's Michael Cargill. All right, so we're back, and we're talking with a representative from Connecticut here, a, a civilian in Connecticut that's standing up and saying, you know, something is wrong, and we need to call attention to this. Everyone needs to hear this information. This is breaking news out of Connecticut. Breaking news, people. You have the state of Connecticut is holding up gun owners uh, and dealers from the dealers from doing the transaction and gun owners from getting access to their firearms. A, a dealer has to make a thousand phone calls for one, one sale, and this is unacceptable. And so we have Holly Sullivan, who's the president of CCDL, Connecticut C uh, Citizen Defense League, on Skype here, and she's telling us about this. And so, you know, Holly, tell me what is the state doing to fix this problem? Well, I can tell you it got a little bit worse today. So uh -oh. FFLs this morning um, received an email around 10 after 10 this morning that the system was down entirely, that there were no transactions going through. Um, so I'm not terribly encouraged that it's gotten better, um, but, you know, we shall see. Um, you know, at the end of the day, no matter what side of the gun debate somebody is on, I would hope that all Americans would look at this situation and say, what would happen if come November, 
um, the state simply said, uh, our software is out of date, so nobody's voting this November, um, maybe in January. Uh, would that be okay in any other constitutional issue? Um, so I, I do truly hope that people hear how poorly handled this is um, and that there needs to be some immediate relief, not only for the FFLs, but for the buyers, those who are waiting for their firearms. Um, it's, a, it's a complete halt to the system. And you have to understand what Holly's saying. You know, the voting is a constitution protected right. And so is, you know, access to a firearm. That's a constitutional protected right. So you can't just pick and choose what, you know, what portion of the constitution you're going to, you, you're going to support. You know, we're saying, hey, you know, they all should be given equal attention. Am I right, Polly? Yep. Right, Absolutely. So none of our rights outweigh others. I think there's um, certain people who who feel a certain way about certain rights, but that doesn't um, mean that any of the others are any less important or are any less um, that we're entitled to them any less than any others. All right. So. Now this all this stuff just came about, I guess, a week ago. I'm, I'm I'm trying to understand this. So, is this a bill that was passed before the Connecticut, you know, assembly or legislature or something like that? Is, is why we got to this point where you you guys have to do this? Right. So it is. Um. It is the the way that the state has been doing it for many many years is that they have their own system. Um, I think it's been at least eight years or so that they've been doing this way, if not longer. Um, it pre predates my time in this state. Um, but And there are other states that do it as well. I, I believe Pennsylvania has their own system. The difference is that theirs seems to work. Ours is not working. Um, and that's unacceptable. Um, so whether the state needs to get their act in order or get us on the federal NICS system so that we are able to exercise these rights and these shops are able to do business. The state needs to fix this now. Wow. And yeah, I'm not sure why you're having to even go through the state in the first place when you're going to the FBI, which does a thorough background check. Right. Yeah. Correct. And if there's one thing that we've seen here in this very blue, very deep in debt state um, is that when the state gets involved, it doesn't always go seamlessly, and this is absolutely no exception. So gun owners pay about $240 just to get their permit. All of this money, um, there's there's plenty of funding, whether it's the taxes that we're paying on, on these items, uh, whether it's our permit fees, all of this money has clearly not gone into reinforcing this system and keeping it up to date with technology in 2021 and virtually every other state um, is relying on federal NICS, which is a proven reliable system. So, um, you know, that's that's something that the state needs to address immediately because every day that goes by is another day that a law-abiding, background-checked, vetted individual goes without their firearm. Yeah, what other item do you walk into a store uh, to purchase this item and you get a FBI background check done in you in order to be able to walk out the store with that item? <laughs> right. And on top of that, here in the state of Connecticut, we have a two-tier permit system. So it is not, you know, Texas, you guys have had a great year. We're very envious. We hope that we get there someday as well. But for um, Connecticut residents, in order to even have the right to purchase a firearm or buy ammunition, you have to get 
your permit or an eligibility certificate. So the way that you start this process is that you have to go to your local municipality and apply for a local permit. Um, that is not expected to take more than eight weeks per statute. However, a lot of the time it takes a lot longer than eight weeks. I know people that are on eight months. So at that point in time, once you get issued your local permit, which does not allow you to buy a firearm or ammunition, then you have to make an appointment to go to the state, in which case then the state issues your real permit. Um, so this whole process for many people can take them a year. You're having background checks run. By the time you are purchasing a firearm, you have had five levels of background checks run on you. Every single time um, that you go through each step in this process, your background is being done. Um, there is absolutely no excuse in this day and age that there would be such a massive collapse of the system that people are not able to exercise their rights for such a long period of time. Um, you know, we've seen what federal mix, maybe it's a 20 minute holdup, not two weeks. Right. And I'm, I'm a little confused, you know, Holly, because in Texas, if you have your license to carry a handgun, you have your, your permit, um, to carry mm -hmm. a, a handgun, you can walk into the gun store, fill out the 4473, they write down your mm -hmm. handgun license information, and then you walk out with the gun because your background check's already been done. We don't have to contact right. the NICS, the FBI. So that's not the same in Connecticut. No, so and uh, as far as every detail of what they do in that process, I don't know that we're even privy to everything that state police is doing, um, but it clearly isn't working because um, these these shops will hit redial for hours and hours. Um, one of the shops uh, not too far from here has eight employees on staff that will spend their entire day just hitting redial on three or four cell phones, hoping that somebody will pick up. And sometimes they have had days that nobody picks up. And if you get through, it's like winning the lottery. It is like winning the lottery, yep. And even at that, you might have 45 customers that are waiting and they'll cap you off at three or five numbers and you're done. All right, so, so it's not even like you get to clear out your backlog. So Holly, you know, what are you guys doing to fight this? Because this, this is a fight and sure. someone needs to go to, I mean, someone needs to go to jail, go to court. We need to sue someone, something needs to be done. Yeah, absolutely. So the Connecticut Citizens Defense League actually filed for an emergency injunction previously in COVID. So in April of 2020, the governor in the state of Connecticut um, ceased the requirement for fingerprinting for permit applicants. At that point in time, my organization, the Connecticut Citizens Defense League, filed a federal lawsuit seeking an emergency injunction against Governor Lamont, which we won. Um, at this point in time, we have filed a motion to get back into court seeking some emergency relief, um, and that is still playing out right now. So right now we're sort of in that heat of, of litigation, things are developing, and um, we are doing our fundraising and making sure that this grassroots organization stands by our FFLs and our members and can uh, take care of these legal expenses to make sure that we have our day in court. Wow, you know, yeah, because so, something's definitely got to be done, you know. And I and I'm actually I'm helping you guys out because I'm actually a witness uh, for you guys in your lawsuit mm -hmm. against the state. You know, my attorney contacted me and said, "Hey, Michael, you're an FFL dealer. 
uh, you know, are you willing to help you know the state of Connecticut out and the c- civilians of Connecticut you know with this lawsuit and be a witness? And I said absolutely. You know, I you, mm-hmm. you give me a call, I'm there. You know, I I will definitely be there. So we signed an affidavit to you be a witness. You know, in this case because something's got to be done. It, it you know it, it you guys are doing what you can, and I'm going to do all the way from Texas. We're going to do what we can to help you in Connecticut because we are all in this fight together. You know, we're gun owners. We believe in all of our constitutional protective rights, not just the one, you know, <laughs> we believe in all of them. And we've got to help each other out when we're in trouble. And you sound the alarm and we're coming to help. We're, we're going to be there. You know, uh, we're going to be there. We're going to help you out and we're going to help you with this fight. And I really appreciate what you're doing. You know, you're standing up. And you're saying, you know what? I'm going to lead this charge. You know, we're going to stand with you. I really appreciate you, Holly. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate that. And um, check us out at CCDL, ccdl.us. There's a donate button for anybody who's willing to help because what happens in states like this, New Jersey, Connecticut, New York, California, um, it does spread and it comes to other states. Um, and we need to to keep these types of things squelched where they are so that they, you know, they don't become problematic throughout the United States. Absolutely. Thank you, Holly Sullivan. Holly Sullivan, the president of CCDL, the Connecticut Citizen Defense League. She just told you she's called. She's giving you the call to action. You know, they need help in Connecticut. We've got to stop this as go Connecticut. will go the rest of this country if we do not stop it, because if they see that it's working to stop you from buying a gun in Connecticut, they will do it in other states. It is contagious. We got to stop this right now. Stand up and fight and, 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 and help out Connecticut. Because as goes Connecticut, we'll go the rest of this country. Thank you, Holly. Appreciate you from the Connecticut Citizen Defense League, the president there. We come back from the break. We're going to talk about the pandemic, the virus. You know, am I obligated to tell customers or students if I have or have not been vaccinated? You know, I'm an instructor and I'm a business owner. Am I obligated to tell my customers or my students if I have or have not been vaccinated? We're going to talk about that. We come back from the break. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. Folks, this is Doug Man Jones. <laughs> and I get my gun news from Michael Cargill at Come and Talk It. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. All right, so we're back. I want to talk about the vaccine, the shot. You know, when you, if you decide to get the COVID-19 vaccine, you know, you decide to get that shot, or if you, you decide not to, you're, anti, you're an anti-vaxxer, anti-vaccine. Are you obligated to tell people if you've been vaccinated or not vaccinated? You know, I had uh, I had some students today in a class, and for the first time, I had a group of students, um, one student in the classroom um, that actually said, you know, hey, 
have you been vaccinated? And, and wanted to ask and ask everyone in the room, had they been vaccinated? You know, and I, and I thought about that for a second. I said, you know what? I don't feel like I have to tell you that. Um, I don't like I don't, I don't like for anyone to know my medical history. You know, if I if I tell you that, then I need to tell you everything about me. You know, what's my HIV status? You know, if you know if I've had syphilis, um, you know, I should tell you all the other shots and things that I've had. You know, I, I think that's personal. My medical history is my personal business, and I don't feel like I have to tell anyone my medical history. And our calling number, I want you to give us a call. Our calling number is 512-643-5483. That's 512-643-5483. Cuz I want to know your opinion on this. You know, am I wrong? Am I right? Am I obligated to tell people my medical history? You know, I thought initially in this country we had HIPAA laws, and I understand for HIPAA I guess doesn't exist when it comes to COVID for some strange reason. You know, so, you know, what are what are the some of the laws, you know, what are, what are some of the things I'm supposed to do? You know, do I have to do this? So we have Fabian inside the studio. Yes. And so, Fabian, you know, what's your thought? Okay, so uh, first, uh, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Uh, first, the, the whole HIPAA thing, that's a patient-doctor conf, conf, confidentiality kind of thing. Okay. That has nothing to do when, when someone asks you publicly – uh, you know, hey, do you have tattoos? Uh, you go, uh, uh, that's HIPAA. That's incorrect. You're using it wrong. Mm-hmm. That's that's for your doctor. That's they they don't disclose your medical history with anyone else. So if I ask you if you have a tattoo, do you immediately do you not engage? Do you say, hey, that's uh, that's that's not your right. I can you, you lie. I can lie to you. Yeah, you could. Absolutely. No, right. Exactly. You could. Now, I, I, what I don't understand is what is the defense on just saying yes or no? Why, why, does, it, why does it have to be, hey, hey, back off, man. Back off. Why do I have to answer at all? Yeah. Uh, but, but why do you feel the need to be defensive about just saying, hey, no, I, I'm not vaxxed? And okay, you know what? And it would be a better discussion if you would just give me your explanation as to why you're not. Give me your reasoning why you're not. And also, you saying no, you're not, well, then that other person can then back away or they can engage or they cannot. It, it, I just don't understand why there's a, a standoff, okay. why there has to be a standoff. Our call-in number is 512 that's 512-643-5483. Come and talk it. Tell me your thoughts on this. Let's go to line one, Raquel in South Austin. Raquel, you're going to come and talk it. Hi there. Um, we're, everybody at Habana says hello. What's up, Habana? <laughs> How you doing? Yeah. That's my stuff. That, and Austin, by the way, that, um, that is Habana Bar and Grill. That's right. They're a Cuban restaurant. <laughs> Habana Cuban restaurant on South Congress in South Austin, SoCo. The best Cuban food in the state of Texas, let me tell you. If you want some yes, drinks, you want some, you want to get a, uh, what do you call it, a Cuban sandwich, you go to Habana Soco. No, I want the elitist Fritas. You want the, <laughs> that's what I want. The elitist Fritas. <laughs> I like to get me a drink. I like a frozen drink. You know, I, 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 like, I like to get the mojito. I like yeah. the orange thing. I like the frojito. The frojito. I like the mango Michael. <laughs> you got you to ask the bartender yeah, for that one. Yeah, that's the one. 
Yeah, just ask the bartender. Well, well, we, well, we all love you here from Havana, SoCo, but I have to weigh in on this uh, controversial um, debate. And you're not an employee of the restaurant or anything like that. You're just a customer. I'm just a customer. All right, just a customer. All right, go ahead. So I'm not, affi- I'm not affiliated with them, no. Well, my opinion is the only the opinion of Dr. Raquel Garcia. And I don't feel like you're obligated to tell people whether you're vaccinated or not. I just feel it's like a health issue where it's just common courtesy. You know, if, if you're not vaccinated, uh, the CDC, you know, all the statistics are showing that those are the people that are getting infected with the Delta variant. And the other people that have gone and, and got their vaccines, you know, they it's, it's sort of a protection both ways, but there's definitely no obligation. This is America. You're not obligated to disclose anything of your personal life. But I also agree with Fabian on that end where why is it even an issue to answer the question? You know, it's a simple yes or no so that you can act accordingly. Yeah, Michael, why don't you just answer every question that whoever asks you asks? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, what's your sexual orientation? Well, you Do can I have say, to answer that? No, you can say, I don't want to answer that. I, you can say no, but it just, and no one's asking for your medical history. Mm-hmm. Nobody is trying to dive into your history. Everyone is right now at the matter, at the matter of hand right now. Mm-hmm. Like wh- what's important right now is just, are you vaccinated or not? That's what everyone's I have to asking. stop you right there okay. because that is your medical history. You say, oh, you don't have to say your okay. medical yeah, history. No, no, Just but tell you like, me but you about like to, your medical history. No, you're diving <laughs> in. No, you like to think that people are going to dive in real deep, uh, do a deep dive on, okay, and then now, now that I got an answer on that, now I want an answer on this. And now I want an answer. No, no, nobody cares about that. I'm just asking, yes or no, are you vaxxed? Oh, okay, you're not? Great. Well, now I can act accordingly, like. All right. Raquel said. I, I call in number is 512-643-5483. That's 512-643-5483. Raquel, you know, let me go back to Raquel. Raquel, I want to ask you this. Um, have you ever had an abortion? I choose the fifth. Ah, see, you don't want to you don't want to answer that question. And see, I'm gonna play devil's advocate. I'm gonna be mean here. You know, you know, so if you, you you don't have to answer that question, then I don't have to answer your question to tell you whether or not I've been vaccinated or not. My body, my choice. That's true. But but don't I mean, you know, you have to, like, respect the six feet apart thing. OK, well, all right. Let me ask you this. Um, you know, so Fabian. Yeah. You know. Oh, man. Do I really dig into this? Do I want, do I want to be mean? I mean, be mean, I guess. Uh, no, I'm not going to be mean. No, hold okay. on. Let's put okay. Raquel on, on, on hold okay. for a second. I want to come right. back to Raquel. Let's go to John. John in Gerald, Texas. John, you on with Come and Talk It, sir. Hey, uh, thanks for taking my call. Love the show. Um, my big thing, that it's like this is a stigmata is what it's becoming. It's like the A for adulterers back in the day. It's like the Jewish star. If you don't have your vaccine, you're a stigma now. You're in a stigmata class of citizens. And I mean, I was in the military. I've had more vaccines than I can even count pumped into my body. You didn't get a choice, but I signed up for that. I knew I had to do what I had to do in order to serve. But to tell me right now that say, hey, a lot of those drugs that I got pumped with, they're not on the market anymore. Why? Because they found out 10, 15 years later, oh man, those, those mess up your innards. 
Those do this to you. Those mess up with certain organs. And I, I have a really hard time. Like if you're if you're immunocompromised, go ahead and get it. I mean, if you if you're scared, do what you got to do. I get it. But like telling like healthy seventeen year olds, healthy twelve year olds, healthy like young kids to go get it when we don't know any long-term consequences, that's just scientifically irresponsible. Right. Here on the show, we're not advocating that people get or do not get the vaccine. We think that people should talk to their doctor and see what their doctor says, and we're certainly not advocating for uh, anyone with immunocompromised system get it Those no no and i'm not doctor. saying i'm not saying for anybody to get it or not get it i'm saying everybody needs to make their own choice but it's turning into a stigmata mm-hmm. it's like if you have an nra sticker on your car it's a stigmata they're like oh they're a gun-wielding nut you know what i mean it's kind of that same thing that people want to put on people and then they want to come up to you and say well are you vaccinated like no they're like, well, why aren't you wearing a face mask? I'm like, because I'm not going to wear a diaper on my mouth. I've been in the military. I know what an N95 mask, I know what mock gear is. This this diaper on my face isn't going to protect me from you if you're sick, and it's not going to protect you if I'm sick. It's just science. Hmm. All right. Go ahead. Well, I, I just want to say, like, okay, yeah, yeah, it is science, and yes, we we don't know what long-term effects it's going to have. I mean, that's with I feel like that's with anything we do. We don't. We've studied I mean, certain things, and we haven't studied okay, other things. Right, and okay, and so, I mean, okay, so what? So you're gonna wait five, ten years down the road? Oh, and you died, and and then you go, oh man, I, sh- I should have had it, or but, you know what? Or maybe five, ten years down the road, people who did get vaxxed but the question, get sick. The, the question and, at hand is though. Am I obligated to tell people if I yes. had it or had not? Yeah, because I, I, I don't want to argue. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to argue the issue right. of right. should you get it, should you not get it. Yeah, you know, I'm not going to argue no, I, that I at just all. Think, I think it's it's responsible. You know, you as a business owner, that I think, and I, to say yes or no, and then your customers can act accordingly. Like Raquel said, you can act accordingly after you have said yeah or no. But to deny, to 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 try to like just back, you know. I, I don't I don't see why people would deny whether they did or they did not. Okay. Like, yeah. let me ask you this, Fabian. So later on tonight, you're going to have sex, and your your partner is going to ask you the uh, the person that you slept with before me. Did you wear a condom with that person? Would you answer that question? Well, yeah. Yes, I would. Would you be truthful? Well, I mean, why not? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. All right. Yeah. I just need to know. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Do you take any uh, Do you take any antidepressants or any medication like that, Fabian? No, I don't. Do you take any prescription medications? No, I don't. None at all. None. No. No. Now, on the other no. side of this, I'm going to see. Be- I, I feel freely to answer that, right? Like, okay. I, yeah. Oh, no, I, I'm okay because you don't take any. So yeah. I'm going to be. No, I'm going to. If I did, I would also be honest. And like, I'm going to jump. I'm going to jump back and forth on this, okay. you know. And I'm going to jump on people on the other side of this, mm-hmm. you know. And I know we're talking about the question is the question at hand is, yeah. you know, are we obligated to tell someone if you have or have not, you know, gotten the vaccine? And and, I, you know, and there are people I have conversations with people in the gun store because we have these conversations about getting the vaccine, not getting the vaccine. Why I don't want to get the vaccine, why people should get the vaccine. I get people that tell me their opinions all the time. They'll tell me what they think I should do. You know, we even have we received letters in the mail 
you know, we're going to post, and we come back from the break, I'm going to show you one of the letters I received this week or last week in the mail from the U.S. mail, the post office, about <laughs> why, you know, a person should not take the vaccine. We come back from the break. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. Peace. This is Maj Ture. You're listening to Come and Talk It Radio with Michael Cargill. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. All right. So am I obligated to tell customers or students if I have or have not been vaccinated? I'm a business owner. I'm an instructor. I stand in front of a classroom to teach the class. Am I obligated to stand in front of that classroom and inform them if I have or have not been vaccinated? And that's the question that we're talking about today. Let's go to the phone lines. Our phone number is 512-643-5483. That's 512-643-5483. Come and talk it. All right, so let's go to Stephen. Stephen Ware. You on with Come and Talk It, sir. Yes. So as a business owner myself, um, it, it I feel it falls under HIPAA. Uh, the other thing that I run into um, – you know, not even business related, but just being out and people asking whether uh, I know them or not, if I've been vaccinated, um, you know, people get so hostile if they've had the vaccine vaccine and you haven't. And, you know, I have um, medical issues. I'm, I actually am allergic to what they call PEG, which is in most vaccines. Um, and I actually go into apoplectic shock from getting them. Uh, including like, especially like tetanus shot. Um, and that's one of the, um, basically the, um, I don't know what you want to call it, the bubble that the uh, vaccine sits in to be injected into is the PEG. And it's got like a long 26 letter name to it. Um, so it's one of those things, I can't get the shot. If I get the shot, then chances are, I'm gonna end up in the hospital for a week or more and stop breathing and have to go through this whole process of you know being injected with any uh histamines and other stuff to help me you know breathe um so it's one of those things it's like people get so hostile about it and it's like they don't even give you a chance to explain that i have a medical condition of why i can't and you know it's just one of those things that you know people should respect other people's you know you know, if they got it or not. It's like, if you're so concerned of other people having it, then don't, you know, stay home or wear a mask or whatever. And as far as wearing a mask, uh, I worked in a lab for medical lab for uh, 11 years. Um, the stuff that they're wanting you to wear, um, it's like a, a BB going through a chain link fence. So they're totally ineffective. And even the N95s, they're effective, they're only effective to a certain degree. So it's just one of those things. I think everybody should just show a little bit and respect other people. And, you know, if they don't want to give you an answer, then, you know, respect it, that they probably didn't get it or maybe they didn't get it because there's a medical issue. Yeah. And, 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 so. and, and honestly, you know, Fabian, let me tell you this, you know, because if a person, you know, if I didn't 
I don't answer that question. They have the choice to do business with me and not do business with right. me or take a class with me and not take a class with me. That's their choice. Right. They also have the choice to wear a mask. They can mask up. Yeah. You know, if you're so concerned with, you know, uh, catching, you know, COVID-19 or this, you know, the other particle parts of it, then, you know, mask up where, you know, go walk, put on the NBC suit. That's what you really should do, you know, to make sure that you don't get anything. Yeah. You know, so, you know, I don't I don't feel like I have to tell I don't have to answer that question. I feel that if I answer that question, then I have to answer all the other personal questions. You know, that that's no one's business. You know, it's you know, I'm I should do what I think I need to do. You do what you think you need to do. Right. You know, and I don't have to I don't have to talk to you. But I, I can lie to everyone except police and God. Yeah. I mean, uh you you can do that, but you know, I ask you as an indiv- you know, as a customer, as an individual, like I ask you, and then I hope that you tell me the truth, and then I can act accordingly, and we can go from there. Yeah, you know, you're you're absolutely right. You know, I gotta mask up. I gotta, but but I need to know from you, and you need to just. Are I mean, are right, you pro-choice right. or are you? You know, yeah, I'm pro-choice. Yeah. You're pro-choice. Yeah, I, my body. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. you know, yeah. my body, my body, my choice. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna absolutely. get. I'm gonna no, get absolutely. my dogs. I'm gonna get my dogs uh, new ID tags. On my dog's ID tags, I'm gonna put my body, my choice. Okay. When my dog, <laughs> we walk into the vet. If they don't want to go into the vet, that's right. They don't have to get a shot. Their body, their choice. Okay. So then, so then we agree that okay. So then, with that, we agree that also businesses get to do whatever they want, right? With their business, right? Absolutely. You get to do what you want. As okay. a customer, you can do whatever you want to do. Exactly. If okay. you're worried so, about you're worried about con, you know contracting something, so you know what? and you think that that business is not being safe, you don't have to do then, business with okay, them. Okay. So let me let me That's say That's your choice. You control your you control yourself. You control right. your actions. Your Don't try to control other people. Okay. Okay. So you know, everybody gets to do whatever they want to do, and that's fine. But then you can't hang out with everybody who's vaccinated then. And if those people are the people you want to hang out with, and if they're vaxxed and you're not, you can't be mad at the fact that you're not invited. You can't be. I won't be. Okay. And you can't be mad I'm at, at the fact that, you know what? These businesses don't want you out here. They, they have they, they have a right to refuse service. Yes. Exa- absolutely. Okay, okay. All right. Just like for any, you have a right to refuse service. Yes. Absolutely. So, yeah. What are you going to say? Oh, I was just wondering if you're vaccinated, then why are you worried? Oh, I. I Oh, I'm not. Uh, you know, and, and the whole vaccination thing is like, and I, I what I don't understand is I'm over here ver- being very concerned for the people that are not. I'm over here caring about people dying and and they w- when they don't even care about the. So you're worried about the unvaccinated people? Yes, and, like if they don't, I am. If, but you know what? And, and then enough, I and then if, I think to myself, like, why? if a person dies from this and they don't care enough about it, then I, you know, you, I wouldn't shed a tear. I know that's that's where this is the dilemma. Is that why am I over here being so like everyone? I want everyone to give because I want them to take care of themselves. But then at the same time, it's like, look, if they don't want to, and then and unfortunately it happens, and then they pass away. Well, then I mean, but. You're, I don't want you're that. You're saying I, that you're worried about the unvaccinated. You're coming off like, oh, you're just worried about these people. But what it sounds like is you're worried about yourself. No, I, I'm not, I already got vaccinated. So, then, not, so, what, so, so, what, so what's the big deal? Why are you worried I'm, about whether or not I'm, someone I'm, else has been vaccinated or not? Because you've you know, been vaccinated. You, you, okay, because, because of uh, how we're now back at stage four mm-hmm. and now it, the economy. And like, so we're all closing back down. And it's like, 
Well, it's we're so control yourself. Because, Wash your hands. Oh, and mask I did, up. Oh, I absolutely. And then you don't right? have nothing to worry about. I no, but but as a society, mm-hmm. as a community here in Austin. No, it's about what, control. You want to be no, able to tell someone what to do. It's about control. Can it you spread? About can you spread COVID to someone else? Yes, I can. Yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah, you can. That's the thing is that that's why you mask up is so that you don't spread. Yeah, you're you're trying to minimal minimalize the the, the spread. All right. Our call in number is 512-643-5483. That's 512-643-5483. Let's go to Tony. Tony in South Austin. What's going on, Tony? Hey, guys. Michael stole my thunder a little bit. I really agree with him that this falls on, you know, the fact that people aren't forced to be in his store and that people have the choice. If they don't like his answer of none of your business, they can go shop elsewhere. They can write a bad Yelp review if they want to, but it would be different, I think, if they were forced to be around him. My my opinion might change a little bit. But I want to talk about why I think people are asking this question, because I think some people are asking the question because they want to know if they should put on a mask or not around you. They want to know if they should stand six feet apart. But I think some other people, not all, some other people are asking the question because they want to judge you and they want to stereotype you. Because a lot of people who have gotten the vaccine, a lot of them have the opinion that if you don't have the vaccine, you're stupid. You're anti-science. You're, you're, uh, you must be a Trump follower. Um, you must have these certain set of beliefs. And I think people want to know who they're talking to and they want to stereotype you and put you in a box um, because the media has done such a, I'll say a good job good job of stereotyping non uh, uh, people that aren't vaccinated. And like the prior caller said, just because you haven't got the vaccine doesn't mean you're anti-vaccine, but people really want to put this anti-vaccine label on people so that they can treat you accordingly. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I want to say, um, do you think that uh, just you within that already, you're, you're projecting that onto the the vaccinated people because i'll tell you like i don't get the flu shot i don't i i don't believe in the flu shot i don't want shame oh, right what? i know right yeah what? i know i know i know i don't, don't get that because what do you mean you don't <laughs> believe no, 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 why don't you no, believe in the flu shot why don't you believe in the flu shot no no me okay, okay okay answer the question okay because answer the question uh, yeah this is you can't handle the truth. What do you mean you don't believe in the flu shot? You don't shot, believe in the flu shot. Wait, 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 wait. And no okay. way. I, I misused. I said. <laughs> That's right. Okay, okay. Not that I, I don't believe in be it. Easy. No, This no. is not going to be easy. No, I, I, you know, if you want to get the flu shot, that's fine. But that the, the flu, the common flu, that's, you know, that's a yearly thing. But this is, this is a, a pandemic. This is something that oh, this comes. this isn't a yearly thing? No, this isn't a yearly thing. No? I mean, it's appearing to be a yearly thing now. But it, it's not normally. But um, judging, I don't think anyone who's vaccinated. Why do you not want to get a flu shot? I don't think anyone who's vaccinated. You don't trust is, the flu shot. Right. Why don't you trust no, the no, flu no, shot? No, oh, no, not that I don't trust it. Spit I don't, it out, son. I'm confused. Yeah, yeah not that I don't trust it. Mm-hmm. I don't. This, I'm going to come back to you. Oh I want God. you to get okay. your okay. thoughts no, 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 together. No, 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 no. Okay, yeah, wait, wait, wait. I want you to sit over there, think about your answer, and I'm going to come back to you. All right? I want you to think about that. Okay. All right? We come back from the break. The question on hand is, look, you know, am I obligated as a business owner, as an instructor, to tell my customers, my students, if I have or have not been vaccinated? This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. Yo, what's going on, guys? It's Jack Jones here, and I get my gun news from Michael Cargill on Come and Talk It. 
Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. All right, so the question I have for you, uh, as a business owner, as an instructor, do I have to, am I obligated to tell my customers or my students if I have or have not received the vaccine? So this, this past week, I received a letter. I get letters all the time. And I received this, this particular letter in the mail at the gun store uh, addressed to Central Texas Gun Works, attention owner, and no return address. And inside, there were three little, little cards, index cards. And one of them, the first index card said, you, sir, just made the worst decision of your life. Please don't try to fool others to take a fake and deadly injection. People, I don't ever recall ever telling anyone if I have or have not had the shot. I don't recall mentioning that. No one knows. I haven't told you that. I don't tell anyone my medical history. That's none of your business. You know, no, I haven't said if I have or have not had it. And so, and I'm not going to tell people. It's none of your business. So for some reason, this person here thinks that I have, and they think that I'm encouraging other people to go do it. I'm not encouraging anyone to do anything. I don't talk about that. I talk guns. I don't even encourage people to get a gun. Well, maybe a little bit. <laughs> maybe, maybe just a tad. You know, but I, I empower you to empower yourself to protect yourself is what I do. That's what I do. All right, so, you know, but this is what I receive in the mail. You know, I, I, it, my job is not to tell you about your medical history. You know, I'm not a doctor. I'm not even an attorney. I can't give, even give you legal advice. You know, and so, you know, everything I do here is, is my opinion, but I definitely don't tell you my, I don't tell you one of my personal business, you know, as far as, you know, what I do, my personal life. That's, you know, I'm not going to tell you that stuff. I'm not going to tell you who I sleep with. I'm not going to tell you, you know, you know, what, what diseases I've contracted, you know, while I was in the military. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you, I'm not going to tell you any of that stuff. So, you know, that's, that's not, that's no one's business. So, and, and, and this, it's. Let, you know what? Let's go to the phone lines. My my calling number, our calling number is 512-643-5483. That's 512-643-5483. Well, I think we hung up on everyone, didn't we? Oops, sorry. My bad. All right, so, but Fabian, have yes. you had a chance to to think about your question? Uh, To think about the question that I asked you. Which was? Which was the flu shot. Why do you not trust the flu shot? Right, because that is, so that's a yearly, you know, and vaccination that they want you to have. But with that, I mean, I, I, that I feel like autoimmune, like that is, for me, that's an easy one uh -huh. that I don't, I, I don't need to take that. But as a kid, right, you, bef when you get into elementary, preliminary school. You didn't school, answer the question yet. Oh, I, I know. Well, okay, well. Answer the question. I, you want me to tell you whether or not I've had the, yeah, the COVID-19 vaccine you, shot. So a answer this question. Why do you not trust the flu vaccine? Oh, because I don't think I need it. Because I don't think I need it. Because I, I feel my immune system is strong enough to tackle the common I know people that say the same flu. thing okay. that you just said about the COVID-19 vaccine. Uh, well, then you know what? And, and, and that, so. Sir, you're putting so. everyone in jeopardy, sir, by not getting your flu vaccine. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. See, it's, it's not that contagious like that. It's not, it doesn't, you know what the one thing I picked up from this, what the whole COVID me, thing, and, and you know what I picked up? Go ahead. Is whenever I do get sick now, whenever I do get a cold or whatever, I am going to mask up because you know what, what I've noticed is that when we wear a mask and we do, and we're being, you know, we're washing our hands and everything, mm -hmm. we're being very cautious, it, cautious. It, mm -hmm. you're not spreading any, any, 
any cold, any. I have not seen anyone be sick from anything else besides COVID this year, which I'm very impressed by. Mm-hmm. And so, if in the future, if I do get sick, yeah, I'm going to mask up. I Colds think it, I think and it's rhinoviruses a, are out of control right I think, now. I think it is a courtesy to people to mask up so that you don't spread whatever little illness you have. Okay. You know, I, it's not the government controlling I, honestly, me. It's not the government telling me, hey, I, I'm trying to control you. I honestly don't have a problem with that. And I think that's what the mask is for. People that yeah. are sick yes. should wear yes. a mask if yes. you are sick. Yeah. You know, so okay. that, that's my personal belief. Yeah. I don't but, have a problem also, with that. I, I mean, it protects you. You know, I, I but, know that do, the, but the last am I obligated? Said, do I have to tell everyone, anyone that I got the flu shot? Do I have to tell someone I got the COVID-19 shot? I think because shot? you're a business owner, mm-hmm. I think that it, you, you know. We're going to have to agree to disagree on this. My body, I my choice. So. I don't have to but, tell you anything. But, you know, why? Why be defensive? I'm why are you? Why are you defensive about I'm it? I'm not defensive about it. You it's are. Just, it's none You're of your business. Stance. You're why do you want to know? Why do you need to know what goes into my body? And what are? Why don't you just say no? I didn't get it. It's none of your business. You just. just you can just say why no. Why do you, you need want, to know? Because if I want to do business with you, we're not. So and then you, whether so now I'm you, not gonna now give, you can lie I'm to me. I'm not going to give you the answer. So you can lie to me. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm and not now if you lie to me, then that that's on you. I'm not going to give you the answer. I'm not going to give the answer. So you choose what you want to do. Now the ball's in your court. Okay, so, so you're so, so you worried would... about people who haven't got the shot that you want to take your business away from them yeah. and try and hurt them financially I, well, because I mean, you're so worried about them. No, because he is not willing to tell me. So you know what? If someone doesn't want to tell me, then and you're a business owner. Well, then, you know what? It's like, yeah, then I'm just going to walk away. Then I'm just going to walk away. Mm-hmm. And then that, that's on you now. Now you're losing business because you just don't want to say yes or no. All right. Let me if take... you say no, then I can mask up and I'll still come to your All class. Right. So if I thought that you were, you know, you were the type of person that were, was having same sex, same, uh, same sex sex, mm-hmm. then, and I think that you should be on prep. I'm going to ask you, are you on prep? Is that any of my business? Uh, wait, 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 wait. So, wait. Are, what is prep? I don't. I don't know what. That okay, is. that's uh, that's a pill. Uh, the medication that you take, uh-huh. you know, to keep from getting HIV. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, then. Right, uh, so you have same sex sex. Okay. okay. And then, and then if we're gonna be intimate, mm-hmm. and, and, and then you, it is your business. We're not intimate. Okay. I'm just a customer. Oh, okay. And I, I'm just a customer. Well, well then, then. It's, but it's HIV has, though. But that has nothing to do with the business. It still is HIV. What if you bleed? What if you bleed <laughs> when I'm at the gun range? You cut yourself. And I can come in contact with your blood. I need to know if you're going to have same-sex sex. I need to know if you're on prep. Nope. Why not? That's different. That, that, what, that's why worse is that different? You? What's worse, HIV or COVID? I mean, they're both bad. Which is worse? Bo- but what, what, is, is, what is more imminent? What is, at, what is more imminent right now? COVID. What's going to make you cough in the next week? So let's worry about that one. No, but hey, I, I would think that, okay, if you- One's if, definitely going to kill you, you have, for sure. If you have HIV or whatever, and then you're going to take precautions if you do cut yourself. You're not, you're not going to be like throwing it all over your if customers. If I get any sick, any sick or any illness, I'm going to take precautions. doesn't matter okay. what the well, sickness or the well, illness well, is. Well, good. Good. You should. And it's not, it's <laughs> not in my, I don't have to tell you what remedies, what I'm doing but right to, now, to what's keep going myself on, healthy. There's a pandemic. And right now, there's I a think... pandemic with HIV as well. Yes, exactly. My body, my choice. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Say, Michael, you win. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's all I want to hear. What do you got to say, Zach? <laughs> I'm just soaking it all in here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, I, I uh, yeah, exactly. Fabian's just, over here just, making these arbitrary decisions on who needs to tell what and why. No, you think that you you think that I'm trying to, I'm not trying to coerce well, anything Michael, out of anybody. Co- Michael should tell his vaccination. He should because, because as a business, a as business a business owner, owner, he should tell his like you know what he could say. You know what you check this out. If he said if he announced. I am vaxxed and this is a, you know, a safe zone, then I think he would get more people to go to his shop because everybody would be like, you know what? That's a safe place to go. As far that's as the, a as, safe place to go that's with a, guns all over the wall. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, isn't it? I mean, you would say that it is. Like, And also, if he's being safe and, you know, then, and he's vaxxed, he's not saying you should or you shouldn't, but it is a safe place and, you know, all is all are welcome. I, you know, I don't know. I mean, you can do what you want. You can say no to people, but you're going to, I feel like you'll lose people because you just, I don't know why you don't want to admit. Thomas says, Thomas says, just wash your hands. That's the one of the single best things that we can do. Wash yep. your hands. Yep. That's perfect. Well, I would want to say, I can't say on the air. Wash your, wash your, wash your hands. Effing, And so, and then, yeah. and Thomas also says, you know, if we truly had a p- pandemic, why are we being bombarded with it twenty four seven? Why are we or aren't yeah. we? Why are we? Because it is a pandemic. That's why we are being bombarded. Because it's a pandemic. But my my question is this: you know, why am I obligated, or am I obligated to mm-hmm. tell you if I have or have not? No, yeah, right. You're not. I think like, we just proved I'm not obligated. Absolutely, you're not. I think we but, proved that. It, but you know, then let's see. Because yeah, let's see how it goes. You like those personal questions? You like? You know, oh, no, no. I'll answer. I'll answer whatever personal question. All right. Because I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. All right. So we've been giving um, all day today. I've been giving reasons on our on the Central Texas Gunworks Facebook page of why people should get their lights to carry a handgun. Um, a reason. Number two, I like this. Got a lot of people had a lot of comments about it. Reason number two was to get your license to carry a handgun on September the 1st of 2021. Uh, with, a, with an LTC, with a license to carry a handgun in Texas, you will be able to drink. So basically what's going to happen on September the 1st, if you have your license, you're carrying a handgun, it goes to .08. Without a license under the Texas Constitutional Carry Law, you don't, you don't have a license, you have a handgun, you cannot be intoxicated starting September the 1st with a handgun without a license. We'll talk about that, and we'll answer some questions. So people had a lot of questions on that thread there. So we're going to answer some of those questions when we come back from the break. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. Hey, this is AWR Hawkins with Bright Park News, and you're listening to Come and Talk It with Michael Cargill. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. All right, so we've been putting, we actually put earlier today some good reasons to get your license to carry handgun even after September the 1st. And one of the ones that we posted and talked about today was reason number two, uh, to get your license to carry handgun on September the 1st, 2021 with an LTC license, 
in Texas, you'll be able to drink come September the 1st. So with a license, it goes to 0 .08. Without a license under the Texas Constitutional Carry Law, zero is the limit. You cannot be intoxicated if you're carrying a handgun and you don't have a license. <laughs> so I, that's like my favorite one right there. And so let's go down to the question. So Randall says, this is the stupidest reason in the world to get a license. Cops see that on your license plates and stop people because they know they have a gun already. All right. So I was going to tell I was going to reply to Randall. And my my standard reply is nana nana boo boo. Stick ahead and doo doo. But I'm not going to do that to Randall. So here's what I'm going to say. Randall, are you admitting that police profile people? Do we have a police profile problem? Because that's what you're admitting. <laughs> so uh, so there's an issue there. So think about what you say when you say it. All right. So on their license plate, really? You know, my license plate say come and take it. <laughs> so, you know, they, they know I have a gun in the vehicle. So, no, I don't, I don't have that issue. I don't get stopped just because of that. My actually license plates actually say gun on the license plate. <laughs> okay, I can't write any plainer than that. And by the way, Randall, if you haven't noticed, uh, they tell me I'm black. <laughs> At least that's what they tell me. So, no, I've, I've had that issue, Randall. So I'm sorry, Randall. That's not true. All right, so go ahead. Well, you don't know who you're talking to because that's a, a, a couple's account on Facebook. Well, Randall or Mrs. Randall or Mr. Randall. No, I'll tell them both. <laughs> uh, so Adam says, Adam Mercer says, on September 1, she won't need a license to carry. So companies that offer classes for license to carry are looking for the dumbest reasons that you will need one. Well, Adam Mercer, Ooh. let me tell you this. You know, eh, it's not interesting at all. Because here's what's happening right now. Okay. You have people that think that constitutional carry is gone into effect right now, and they're actually getting charged with, with unlawfully carrying a weapon. So they're having to take a class right now, you know, because they thought constitutional carry had already passed. It was already, well, in effect, I should say. And they're actually getting charged with crimes. So they're coming to class to get that pretrial diversion. So mm -hmm. now, trust me. And you know what? Let me tell you this, Adam. You know that Austin Burstam Airport is the worst airport in the entire country where people forget and take their guns through security? I would, I would think in 2021, where we are today, 2021, this year, you would think that going to the airport, everyone would know that you shouldn't take your gun through security at the airport. What are you supposed to do? <laughs> Hold that thought. I'll tell you that. So, so, <laughs> so, you know, you would think that. But you know what? No, Adam. <laughs> okay, Adam? No, that's not what it is, Adam. What it is is you have people that still go to the airport, and Austin Burstam Airport is the worst one in the entire country where people make this mistake. And guess what they have to do, Adam? They have to take a license to carry handgun course for a pretrial diversion mm. if they don't want to get, get convicted of a felony and try to you know, try to negotiate not getting convicted with, with a felony. All right? Uh, so, and your question was, what do you do? Yeah, uh, what, what are you supposed to do? If, yeah, if you have a firearm in your, in your, I so you, you want to travel, travel with, it? you yeah, want to travel, travel with, with your firearm, okay, and you want to take an airline. Mm -hmm. What you're gonna do is you're gonna separate the ammunition from the firearm. Um, you can put them in the in in the same case, so but ammo. the ammunition needs to be in the original factory box or carton. Okay, the magazine needs to be empty. The mm -hmm. handgun needs to be empty. You're gonna put both of those in a hard case, lockable case, okay. a TSA approved case. We're going to close that case. We're going to lock it, that box of ammunition, empty magazine, empty handgun, put that in our luggage. 
We're going to go to the ticket counter, inform the ticket agent at the ticket counter that you're traveling with a firearm oh, and ammunition. Yeah. That makes sense. And what you need to do is, when you start out front, make sure you can legally own and possess that firearm. Mm -hmm. Your destination, make sure you legally own and possess it. And then it, it gets checked. You cannot go through security. You cannot go through the metal detectors with no firearms, no ammunition, so people just not one like, bullet. They, they go through there without telling people? Like, they think they're they just going to get away with it? They go through the checkpoint, through the metal detector. <laughs> <laughs> today in 2021 okay <laughs> so if, if if people can't get that right yeah when we've known this for years down that you shouldn't take certain things to the airport there's a you know big huge signs there you that can't tell have you shampoo you, right you would think <laughs> you would think this day and age no one would make that mistake yeah of a gun <laughs> through the metal detector but it happens and austin burston airport is the worst one in the entire country all right so imagine what's going to happen when these new laws go into effect you need to take a class yeah, I've been to the store here in Austin that actually receives all of the uh, contraband objects. Okay, uh, that, don't, don't tell them about that. That gets uh, <laughs> taken at the airport. Uh, I can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> and they are just bins full, full, full of these things. Are you stupid or something? That's right, don't tell them that. <laughs> What's wrong The address is... <laughs> ah, okay, all right, moving on. All right, so let's see. Um... Uh, Rocky says, not to mention the fact that you are properly trained. I don't know that what he's talking about there. Um, oh, okay, about you know having a license. Anthony says, need to work on getting all restrictions off of the Second Amendment. Kevin says, drinking while caring is irresponsible either way. Boom. Yeah, I like you know that. what, Kevin, I yeah, uh, I kind of agree with you a little bit, Kevin, because I think you know back in the 1800s we kind of figured out that alcohol and guns don't mix. I mean, alcohol and vehicles don't mix. Yeah. So you know, that's how this country was born. Uh, it, was founded, it was founded alcohol on alcohol and, and horses. And a wagon. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jason says, any proof of this? I don't know what you mean by that, Jason. But um, come to class. We'll give you the proof. Uh, Alan <laughs> says, if you drink while carrying, you're so, I can't say that, darn stupid. You don't deserve to carry. Can't be the designated carrier for that one night. Mm. Really? And then Ryan says, what if you have a LTC with reciprocity in Texas? Then guess what? You're good to go, Ryan. You still can you have a LTC from another state and you're carrying in Texas? Then yeah, it's still good with that. Is it basically the same as having a license in Texas? That's right. All right, Alan says, but if you go if you got a DWI, you lose it. I think he means a DUI. If you got a DUI, you lose it and takes seven years to get it back. Oh uh, yeah, so you yeah, it's gonna yeah, you get convicted. Once you get convicted, then it'd be seven years before you can get your license back if you're convicted of a, a class that? B, a class A, or felony. I'm oh, sorry, wow. well, felony, you lose it forever. Sorry. So you can lose your weapon? Because lose you your license. Be, oh, your license because right. you, yeah. You get convicted of a class B or A misdemeanor, you'll lose that license for seven years. Um, let's see. Uh, Cesar says, I'll be keeping my LTC. Yeah, Cesar wants to drink up come September the 1st. Uh, Vincent says, which finally makes sense. So many unnecessary laws have been created by worthless attorneys who became worthless lawmakers. Also, they could keep up the appearance of doing a job that absolutely, okay, I can't say that. Stink. At. Stink at it. There we go. Thank you, <laughs> Zach. Appreciate you. Um, and then Jeff says, that is probably the stupidest reason to get an LTC. Well, Jeff, some people didn't want to get their LTC because... Right now, you have a license, you're carrying a handgun, zero's the limit right now. So they decide not to get their license because of that reason. So now you're going to have some people, which I, I know it's going to happen come September 1st, with a license, handgun, you can be 0.08.
you know, can't be over 0.08. And then someone said, hey, what if you're 18? If you're 18, you cannot get your life, cannot get your license to carry a handgun unless you're in the military. Anyone mm. that's in the military that's 18, 19, or 20 years old can get a license to carry a handgun and be in the military and carry a handgun. But that 18-year-old cannot purchase that firearm from a gun store. They have to get it as a private sale or as a gift. So that's how that stuff works. What do you think about that, Fabian? I mean, um, that's good. That's good. Good stuff? Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, so I, I, lo- I love... Hey, the- Michael. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, do you have tattoos? Um, I don't feel like to answering that question. Yeah, really? Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Why do I have to answer that question? I don't, have to answer- I don't have to answer your questions if I don't want to. I like, you know, when I get... Uh, how, how about I- this? Yeah, do you drink milk? Uh, no, it's, um, it's none of my business, or...? Uh, I can tell you, I don't have to tell you if I don't want to. So I'll choose to answer that question. Thank you. Do I drink milk? Thank you. Um, I don't drink milk, and it tends to upset my stomach. Yeah, thank you. There you right. go. So I can, wow. I can wow. answer so some you questions. Can. So some can. questions I can answer, I can choose okay. to if I want to. It's up okay. to me, my body, my choice. You're not obligated. That's right. I'm not obligated <laughs> to answer any of your questions. When I get stopped, now by, you're getting it. Yes. Now, now yes. you're supposed to be answering all these questions. Yeah, you're coming, yeah, you're coming around. You can't now. handle the truth. You, we brought him around. He finally understands. He okay. has seen the light. Well, okay. That's right. That's what we do here. We we guide you to the light. Maybe you have to stop judging people based oh, on vaccination because, status. Oh, because I know I'm at the top of the hill because uh-huh. I'm I'm vaxxed. Oh. So I, I'm above everybody. Is that what it is? That's what More it like is. More like a pedestal, no, no. right? No, yeah, yeah. I mean, the moment I got the shot, I said, I'm better than everyone. Wow. I don't need and any. You, did you post a picture of your vaccine card in Hell your car? No. Did you, Hell did you see, no. Did you see Krispy Jesus? Krispy donut in your other hand? <laughs> no, I didn't do that. that no. That's that's garbage. No. That, that That's all. I don't know what that's about, but. Did you yeah. get the nightmares after the vaccine? Yeah. But, and also, I'm I'm magnetic now, like Magneto. Wow. I'm, a, I'm an X-Men. Whoa, whoa. You feel like you have superpowers. Oh, I have superpowers now, yeah. Nice. That's wonderful. Everything sticks to me. All right. Well, I'll tell you what, Fabian. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you this. If you don't remember <laughs> anything, you remember this. Okay. So. More guns equals less crime. You go out there and you buy yourself a gun. You listen. Come and talk it with Michael Cargill. And here, the NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.